Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, February the 5th. We are coming to you from our separate homes uh, because of the pandemic and whatnot. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on tonight's show, we've got... Brad. <laughs> Did you Brandon. forget that we were going to go alphabetically, Brad? No, I wanted to pause just to fuck with you. <laughs> okay, just making sure. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Start again, Brandon. Brandon. We'll there you go. Killed we'll go from the you. mustard tiger. <laughs> Asshole. <Ernest. laughs> wow. Fucking oh, Lord. I think you're next. Hey, talk. Hawkwood yeah. the fan. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Mike with the Fellowship of the Geeks. And we are just a bunch of fans, artists, creators, and critics from all over taking your uh, talking entertainment, pop culture, taking your comments, and whatever. You'd think I would have that open down by now. We've only done this a couple of times. All right. Well, thanks to everybody who is joining us on the live stream tonight. We appreciate you being there. And for everybody who's catching us uh, in the podcast, player of your choice, wherever and whenever you are uh, listening to the show, we appreciate you guys checking us out. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to be taking a look and talking about what we are most excited about in entertainment and pop culture in the month of February. It's a new month. Uh, time to take a look at the calendar and see what's coming up and get excited for something. I don't know what, but we'll figure it out amongst ourselves plus of course we've got all your entertainment and pop culture news we've got another pop quiz for you this next one is going to be a essay question which always gets a lots of participation on social media from our uh, listeners <laughs> yeah. and, and a whole lot more we're going to dive into all of that as soon as we get back we'll be right back again right after this hi there i'm kyle sutton i'm trisha campbell and we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about all the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit and we'll ramble, so there's that too. Yeah, well, you know, alcohol does that to you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow us, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available. All right, so let's get into it. What has everybody been up to since we were last together in the last uh, week or so, month or so, however long it's been since we've had everybody together? Uh, what's everybody been watching, playing, reading, doing, listening to, all that fun stuff? What's What's everybody been up to? And just jump in whenever you want to jump in. I've actually really been enjoying the latest season of Fortnite. Uh, you know, it's always it's always great when they do the last up, you know, the next upgrade or whatever. Right. They're currently on this hunters thing, so everybody's destined to get their Mandalorian, and then you get get the baby. And oh, I'm sorry, now it's Grogu. You you get Grogu, and it's baby. You know, Bring it up. Bring out the greatest <laughs> hunters of all time has actually been kind of in interesting thing because of some of the people they picked and it's that's really cool because like obviously mando's on that list but some of the other other hunters are pretty cool they've got a um, predator in there as well predator i see i was like why is predator not on above the list as opposed to mando nothing right. against mando but seriously <laughs> because, because which one is selling the most merchandise right now right now that's the deal very cool. What else has everybody been up to? 
I just started some new shows this week. I started uh, a couple weeks ago. I finished uh, the Spectacular Spider-Man, so I moved on to its uh, successor, Ultimate Spider-Man, the animated show. I also started a multi-camera sitcom. That's one of my other jams. Love the multi-camera sitcoms with laugh tracks. They're not very good, but they're always entertaining. Um, and I started one. It's a British one from like seven years ago called Vicious. It's with Ian McKellen and Derek Jacobi as an old married gay couple. All and right. it's as good and as bad and as entertaining <laughs> as you would. Is that sounds so, yeah? Throw all of that stuff in a blender, and that's what you get. So, but it's just so I love seeing actors who aren't known for that medium be in that medium. Like there was one like a year Stupid or two ago level. with with uh, Dennis Quaid on Netflix called Mary Happy Whatever, which I watched, and just seeing Dennis Quaid in that four three four camera setup with. Uh, with a laugh track or a studio audience it's just i just love seeing how different actors play in that medium and then i started watching a show you guys remember so g4 is coming back right um, I heard that. and attack of the show and x player coming with it. but a couple of years ago kevin Pereira produced a show for disney xd called the attack which was kind of a spiritual ish successor to attack the show um it was based on his twitch channel and twitch show he had at the time and this version is kind of a watered down more geared for 14 year old boys it's on tubi right. it was kind of lost media from from after it went off the air to now pretty much and now it's on tubi if you search the attack it's on there so very good it's very just cool. fun and harmless and entertaining there you go. Sometimes that's all we need, especially getting into year two of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what for else? Sure. What's everybody else been up to? I have been cruising along um, watching MasterChef. I like to watch that show while I eat, uh, like dinner and stuff. Um, <laughs> I just love, I love, who doesn't love Gordon Ramsay just yelling at people and just being snobby Gordon Ramsay? Um, I've been keeping up with uh, Snowpiercer. Um, Was this last also, episode not pretty just... It it just gets weirder and weirder week by week. Especially now they've... Weirder and weirder. Yeah, not going to spoil anything. But yeah, now that they've explored other characters, uh, <laughs> there's some actors that are having a good time just playing it up. Yeah, I've also been... Uh, I started uh, American Gods... Uh, I've never seen that show. Um, I've read the book of Neil Gaiman, mm -hmm. and um, so I've been. I'm about. I'm on episode six of season one, and um, you know, it, I mean, I read the book a, a while back, so you know, it's kind of fuzzy a lot of the details, but the main story's there. And honestly, honestly, I'm enjoying it. So that's kind of what I've been up to. So, Kenny, oh, you caught up with it, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've watched uh, season one and season two, so but it's I, I liked it. It's, it's a good story. Yeah, I'm into it. I had started it, and then uh, for whatever reason, I fell off. But I do remember the uh, the scene on the boat on the slave ship. 
that that was a pretty because yeah. uh, you know you, you think of Orlando as more of like a comedic actor, and then he went in there and gave his like his speech, and it was just like, oh shit, <laughs> this guy's yeah. got some actual chops here. <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah that was a that's pretty powerful what he yeah. did there. I was I was really impressed because same way like you, I was like, I remember him from okay, Mad TV or yeah. I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> right on. Very good. What else? What else has anybody been up to? Who have we not heard from? Go ahead, Curtis. You don't have to raise your hand. It's a podcast. People can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Go ahead. <laughs> so um, normally I don't have the internet, so I just watch TV. Um, I think Brad knows where I'm going with this. I already know uh, what he's going to bitch about. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so I normally watch a couple of different channels that we have locally. Uh, one of those being the movies channel with, you know, movies with an explanation point. Right. Um, to my shock and horror, channel 49-3 is no longer movies. It is Dabble, D-A-B-L, a channel Wait. we already have uh, over at 8-8. <laughs> <laughs> Why All the right. fuck do we need this channel twice? Why did you take away my... My my noir films and my 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 old seventies horror films and shit that I watch weekly. It's fuck you, KB, KBRK or whatever the fuck you are. You guys can be a dick. So. Those those who are listening, yeah, station manager, I'm sure is tuned in. He's like, fuck, put it back on, guys. <laughs> yeah, rescan the antenna. Maybe it's just on a different frequency. I did a rescan not too long ago, and yeah, I found like. A whole bunch of channels. Yeah, they're they're opening up a lot more and duplicating as they're moving shit around. Yeah, it's not like we don't need dabble twice. Like I barely watch <laughs> it. Only time it's like if Gordon Ramsay's on, that's about it. Oh, Fair oh, enough. Fine. Let's <laughs> see. How about you, Kenny? What have you been up to? Uh no, I'm still healing a little bit from the back and uh, say, I'm finding good. <laughs> Go well, ahead. finding that the uh, hydro beds at Planet Fitness are amazing. I, that, <laughs> I've been doing those like three times while I'm there, and my back feels night and day. So I, I wish I would have started this like three or four days before I started it, but now I know. So if anybody has back like sciatic <laughs> issues, if you got a plan of fitness, go do the hydro bed. It's I've amazing. But um, as far as watching stuff, I've been going back and, of course, you know, watching Frasier and uh, going, I uh, started watching uh, Criminal Minds again. It's been a long time since, and I know I didn't catch every episode. Right. I'd watch a couple, get bored with it, come back weeks later and blah, blah. So I'm kind of going back and watching some of those again and really enjoying what they're doing with that i was like oh yeah that's right this is pretty good so maybe different mindset make me appreciate it a little bit more but that's what i've been watching cool right on how about you mikey what you been up to it's been a minute since we've had you on the show so you've got a whole lot of stuff to fill us in with here i i I came on the show once and then the world went to hell i mean you know how could we're hoping that this fixes it yeah we're hoping you fix it right coming back we're we're, we're aiming for closure here (laughs) exactly um well well, on my show for uh, in february we normally do like a themed comedy movies thing and and we're all kind of weird and we like old movies um this 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 year we're doing um spy parodies 
Um, so I've been watching movies like Our Man Flint and the 1967 Casino Royale and stuff like that. Right. Um, so Top we're, Secret. We're starting to draw. Oh, see. Yeah, top Secret. Somehow we managed to do stuff that's older than that, which I would have loved to watch Top Secret again. It's been a long time. But right. Um, we uh, another one is um, from I think it was 66 or something like that. The Last of the Secret Agents. Which was a really weird one, but yeah. I mean, listen to our show and we'll, you'll hear us rant about it in a week or two. But you know, so yeah, Absolutely. I've been watching old spy movies. Right on, very cool. How about you, Brad? I think you're the last one that hasn't gone yet. Not a leprechaun, uh, Brad. Yeah, uh, I haven't really been doing a whole lot. Um, I did watch Treasure of the Sierra Madre for the first time within the past week. Oh, really? Which okay. That was quite enjoyable. Yeah, um, it was. Uh, I have <laughs> not on movies. To, no, <laughs> no, I watched on DVD. Okay. Um, but uh, I've been. I've also got a another John Huston movie that I've been wanting to watch. Uh, his adaptation of Moby Dick, and I haven't gotten around to that one yet. But uh, yeah, I've been doing a lot of old John Huston movies as of late. Very cool. Right on. Well, let's see. What did we... So, I haven't been doing a lot, but we did do... Last Sunday, we had our uh, WWE Royal Rumble watch party, which I know not everybody here is a big wrestling person, but for those who were there, uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a chattier crowd this time, it seems like, than we have had in a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a much more successful and skilled show than what they normally have put on in the last... A year or two, yeah. Well, but yeah, it some seems of those people I've noticed have been on, but yeah. they haven't been very chatty, you know. But it seems like I don't know, everybody's feeling good or something. <laughs> it's, it's almost hard to keep up with the conversation. That collective sigh of relief that we all had last month—it feels like it's carrying over into stupid stuff like uh, wrestling watch parties, even. Because yeah, it's yeah. a lot of the same group. But man, there was there was a lot of chat. It was a lot of fun. If you guys, if if you're if that's even if, if it's tangentially interested in any kind of wrestling stuff, you should join us for a watch party because uh, those are have been a lot of fun. Um, which I man. There's a lot of fun stuff going on. Wrestling's kind of getting better. It's better than it's been in a while because of some of the things they're doing, like this big crossover multi-company thing that's happening right now where you have people from AEW showing up on Impact and showing up in New Japan and people from those other organizations showing up on TV, on, on TNT. And it's like, I don't know. It's the most fun it's been in like probably 25 years. So uh, if that's something you're interested in at all, it's definitely worth checking out now. Go ahead, Huck. Congratulations to Bianca Belair. Go, go to put that ponytail away before you get hurt, first of all. Did you see did you, did you see that get stepped on a couple times? <laughs> Several times. Yeah. Somebody I was like, good God. Break her there, with that. Yeah. And then break her neck like, like, like Austin did back in the day. <laughs> and they don't do how do you even cover something like that? You yeah. know, it's going to be a lifelong injury. Yeah. But, and, or she's going to get scalped. Shout out to, yeah, right. Shout out to Nia Jax. Take your ass back to the developmental center, please. Before you <laughs> yeah. kill everybody. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. If that's something you're at all interested in, we do that every month. We check out the uh, the WWE pay per view, and like I said, we've we've had a good crowd that continues to not only grow in number, but uh, I don't know. I guess maybe people are getting comfortable. They figured out that hey, I can talk here, and I'm not going to be told to shut up. So I don't know. It's it's a good time. I mean, we still might tell you to shut up. But come on, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we haven't told anybody to shut up yet. 
Maybe let's it's the only take social interaction they get. You know. It very well could be. It's all online, <laughs> so you know it's safe. Nobody's going to pass the plague off to anybody else. So that's good. Well, not, not only that, but like at the end of it, and even during, I noticed several people were like, "Thank you so much for doing this." And yeah, you know, had a lot of that. that. I was like, "How nice is that?" Like almost everybody took time to say thank you for doing this. And I thought that was really neat too. It was, yeah. it was very weird to, to be that appreciated. Cause I mean, there were, I mean, obviously in every, every performance of some kind, there are low moments and traditionally, you know, fanboys are, I mean, they're a lot like me. They don't <laughs> jump on it. Like, and I think I was the only one that said anything negative about anything. If I'm not mistaken. And that's because I'm sick of Edge and Christian, but that's one other thing. Um, and nobody cares about Edge and Randy Orton anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it's, awesome. yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> well, let's take a look at our top stories from this week in entertainment pop culture. I've trimmed the number down for this week because I know we've got a lot of folks and everybody's kind of brought their own stories as well. So we're going to take a look at the top three stories in entertainment and pop culture this week. At number three, first up, Paramount Pictures and J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot Production Company are finally developing an actual for really real real sequel to the 2008 movie Cloverfield. It's not going to be something with Cloverfield slapped on the title that has nothing to do with anything else. It's an actual movie about the Cloverfield monster again. Did it, does anybody care at this point or are you kind of burned out on the whole Cloverfield thing after the last two um I like Go that ahead. first one. Yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. first technically, tech, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not a sequel. That first spinoff, I guess, with John Goodman. I thought that was really good. And I mm-hmm. couldn't really get past like the first five minutes of the other one. I just didn't care. Yeah. Paradox. That was a hard one to get through. I will appreciate anything that's new. So we'll see. <laughs> I applaud it because it's different. Well, Well, it's a sequel. It is still a sequel, so. (laughs) That's where you run into problems, though. If you do something like that movie that's so different, to do a second one, okay, we've seen it. You know, like when Nightmare on Elm Street came out, that was so such an original. He's in your thing, but then the second one's like, huh, okay. And the third one, huh. Uh, you know, and it, a lot of those movies, I think, run into that. They did such a good job of doing something so original that first time. You can't, it's hard to capture that lightning in a bottle again, you know? Yeah, it doesn't take long for it to turn into shtick. Yeah, yeah. or become a trope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that? Is, is Alan himself like in on it? No, it's just his production company. No, I know Halloween three. They try to be different, and then everyone's like, "No, no, no." I said, "There's a whole. Back. That's a whole another podcast episode. We could talk about the third installment of popular horror franchises. We could talk <laughs> Halloween three, Friday the Thirteenth three, Nightmare on Elm Street three. We could. Get, that's a whole show that we're going to save for October. I think <laughs> because that is yeah army. Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Third, third installments of horror flicks of horror uh, franchises. Absolutely. So we'll see. Uh, the big, the big thing about Cloverfield that I enjoyed the first time around with the actual first movie, real the actual movie, um, was the the kind of the secrecy, the viral marketing thing, because that was all new back in two thousand eight. You know, they there was no real trailer that showed anything which was totally different from most trailers of the time and even current trailers it was it was just kind of a thing it was like cloverfield and it was out there as a name but there wasn't really anything 
you didn't know you didn't know shit about this movie <laughs> and then you got to the theater and we're like oh that was pretty cool and I, I like that and that's gonna be hard to pull off and they tried to do that with these other ones they kept it quiet and like a month before they're like hey or with paradox like hey in two hours when the super bowl ends it's on netflix or whatever but um I, it's gonna be hard to recapture that whole feel of discovering a new different kind of film in theaters I don't know that they can recreate that piece of it. I remember a lot of movies could have just gone with a logo and some dramatic music and nothing else. Black Panther didn't need a trailer. Um, um, Avengers, Captain America, Iron Man, none of those needed a trailer. Yeah, but you're going to get a trailer for those just because that's the marketing. I mean, and they're going to show everything. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. There's hardly anybody has the guts to not make a trailer. Right. It's just light. Yeah, but that's but Cloverfield did, and it was it was successful because of that. It was kind of the you know you went and saw it opening weekend so that you could figure out what the hell this was, and you know kind of like oh yeah, I saw it. It, it was that it was it was that feeling of discovering something, I guess, that I really enjoyed about it um, because it was so different and so new. And yeah, you're, you're just you're not going to get that again. So we'll see. We'll I see remember how this the marketing. Goes. Yeah, I remember the marketing because I thought. A lot of us were speculating, is this a new Godzilla movie? Is this like a secret? <laughs> I remember that. So, Godzilla somebody, thing. Somebody thought it was a Voltron movie. That was like the thing on the internet for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I remember all of that. Yeah. Still because you didn't. One. Yeah. Because you didn't know. Nobody had any fucking idea. Everybody's trying to interpret what somebody in the background across three blocks down in New York City is yelling. And they're like, oh, he, they said it was Voltron. It's like, it's not fucking Voltron. <laughs> but whatever. Burned out. I never even lit the match. Uh, all right. I heard I heard it's I know the first one I've never seen it. Uh first one was a found footage movie. I heard this one is not gonna be a found footage movie, so maybe that's the way they're gonna be different from the first one. Yeah, probably so. At number two this week, that's the seed. All. The CW confirmed that uh, the CW is lazy is what they confirmed. The CW confirmed that they don't <laughs> like developing new series. They just like continuing current series over and over and over again. Um, they've I renewed. Watch it. Shit on Are we CW surprised by this? Right. Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they do develop new series, it's like, oh, sit or perfect score. Yeah, there's there's nothing. Yeah, so the CW's got 11 shows returning for the 2021-22 season, so the fall season coming up. Uh, they include another and season of the suck. yeah, another season of the Flash, another season of Legends of Tomorrow, another season of Batwoman, another season of Riverdale, uh, Dynasty, All American, Charmed, Legacies, Roswell, New Mexico, In the Dark, Nancy Drew, uh, Walker, the Walker Texas Ranger reboot uh, has got more episodes ordered. Well, sort of reboot, whatever. The same name. Uh, Superman and Lois is getting additional episodes. Uh, so, I mean, it's the CW doing what the CW does. But it was a number two story for this week. No word on Penn and Teller fool us. It'll but they're in episodes now, so. I mean, they, it, they, it'll so be back. That, who's line, yeah. those will be back. Yeah, they will no, be. No, I'm just joking. I'm just. Yeah, that I stuff's know. really cheap to produce. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah they'll be for back. Sure. 
And at number one, the big story of the week, uh, the Golden Globes have announced their nominees for this year. Uh, we've got our, our former Golden Globes hosts, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, will be emceeing the ceremony again this year. However, Tina Fey is going to be doing it from Rockefeller Center in New York, and then Amy Poehler will be in uh, at the Beverly Hilton Hotel in Hollywood, where they always have the Golden Globes ceremony. Uh, so no audience, just the two ladies from different coasts that are hosting it. Um, the boring. Golden Globe. Yeah, well, th- I'm sure they'll be <laughs> doing something fun. <laughs> Go ahead, Hawk. What were you gonna say? So my big story from that wasn't that; it was the nominees, the amount of nominees that Netflix got. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. Netflix raked in a lot of nominations, uh, as did Hulu, Disney Plus. Everything's streaming because nobody can go see a film in theaters. Um, so yeah, this is like the year of the streaming service. If you're gonna win a well, a Golden Globe, possibly an Oscar right. in a couple months, uh, this is the year to do it because. It's all on streaming services. Uh, the big nominees, The Crown, uh, got six nominations. They are leading all cat- or all um, nominees. Uh, this is the final, final, final victory lap for Schitt's Creek. They have five nominations. Um, Chadwick Boseman was nominated posthumously for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I think he had four SAG Award nominations as well, which is a whole other story. Yes. Uh, on the film side, it's just kind of a toss-up. Four movies have gotten pretty much nominated in every film category. Nomadland, uh, which hits Netflix, or, uh, excuse me, Hulu later this month. Uh, Mank, Promising Young Woman, and The Trial of, of the Chicago Seven, all earning numerous, like four or five nominations apiece. So it's it's a horse race in the film category. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, was there anything that jumped out at you from the Golden Globes nominations at all that you're like, oh, I'm surprised this did, or I'm surprised this didn't, or why, or or have we or have we kind of gotten past all that at this point, and we're like, eh, whatever. It was a bad the number year for, for Netflix. Just blew me away. I'm just sorry. I just because that number means that everybody else sucks. No, it means. Everything is on Netflix. <laughs> it means but, Netflix I mean, had a hell of a head start. On yeah, all that I, don't know, I don't know. I, I feel like you know, primetime television has been going on for hundreds of years, and they still should be. I, mean, I don't know about. I don't know about hundreds of years. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean, I, I know. I know that you like like to hyperbole things and you know, talking up, but. Uh, yeah, tens hundreds of years, <laughs> T- tens well, of years, multiple decades. Yeah, who the hell filmed the Flintstones? They have the edge, so you would think that that not anymore. They would no. have stepped up, you know. And it's it's funny to me that there's. St- I feel like I, I was watching a regular television show versus watching a Netflix or a Hulu television show. And I'm like, wait a minute. They're storing. They're, they're using the same formula that they've used all this time. Yeah, and it's not 1957 anymore. Right. It's time. It's time to change the game. So still, that number, which the number everybody is 42 nominations total for right. just Netflix. But also, Netflix has nominations in both film and television categories since they're doing both. Right. So that that muddies it a little bit as well. But yeah, to your point, yeah, it's a, it's a huge number. Um, but yeah, Netflix is playing a different game than everybody else is playing because they I have original if, series, they have films. They go ahead. I wonder if CBS, ABC, NBC, or Fox has ever had a number that high. 
No, no, because they don't have films as well. <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah. At best, yeah. they're only going to get about half of that. And I'm sure, you know, in the 70s or 80s, they might have. Back when they were the only show in town. Exactly. Right. When I, there were three I, networks. Yeah. But I'm also thinking that, and also in terms of content, that was nominated. I've heard there was a lot of snubs. A lot of shows didn't get love. A lot of movies didn't get love. And I know just from hearing news stories in the past and whatnot, the a- the Hollywood Foreign Press, the HFPA, they're notorious for not necessarily completely reflecting the audience that are watching the content and the uh, and and the popularity of the content. They're not. Sometimes they're nominating things on freaking bribes. Like there was the whole scandal with uh, the tourist years ago, the Johnny Depp. Uh, that was like ten, eleven years ago with uh, Johnny Depp and uh, Angelina Jolie, where like literally they bribed members of the HFPA to vote to nominate the movie with a Celine Dion or Cher concert. I can't remember which one, but literally like the HFPA yeah, it's- has always been. Very, very shady. Yeah, it's not still, a, it's, it's not dissimilar to the whole Olympic Committee situation. If you follow that, I mean, it's it's a, getting a bunch of people together in a room, and a lot of time money talks. I will say that my uh, the the friends I have in the world of uh, film and television critics they don't even they don't even count the Golden Globes, but we all do because yeah, it's fun. It's the sort of once in a while the Golden Globes is on point every once in a while. Yeah, but yeah. It, that's, I mean, that's broken clock is right twice a day. That's, that's, well. that's like the Oscars, in my opinion. But you yeah. know, I the think this, like, this, this, this will be ahead, a Caleb. trend. This will be a trend that we continue to see because right. Netflix can offer creators, they don't have to stick within a 30 minute or an hour time slot plus commercials plus a specific format, a monster of the week, watch out for FCC guidelines. You know, they can just they can put a show out and they can rate it whatever they want. They can have people talk like people actually talk in real life. And I think that's why streaming services are really gaining the edge is because they're able to do a lot more freedom and explore a lot more stories and people will subscribe to it. So really I think this trend of seeing a lot of Netflix and a lot of, you know, prime video or a lot of these streaming services sweeping the Oscars or the golden globes, I, I really think that's where it's going. Maybe. We'll find out. We'll see what happens later this month uh, at the awards ceremony. Those are the top three stories that I had for this week. I know everybody's been watching the the uh, entertainment pop culture news as well. What stories have you guys been f- watching, finding uh, throughout the week that uh, that you want to bring up here that are of interest to you? And I'll just let you jump in however you guys, if you have one, jump in. Are you raising your hand, Caleb? I'm raising my hand. <laughs> God Damn it, I guess. Pick me. Oh, well. <laughs> it's a podcast. Okay, in, my, like, <laughs> in, our, in Caleb and my defense, we're probably raising our hands. So because you you're only five talk. years out of school? Oh, okay. That's the one. No, so you know who we're going to talk. Otherwise, okay, uh, just say what you're going to say again. Caleb, join in. I feel like five years is generous, Joey. <laughs> For some of them, yes. <laughs> Caleb, go well, ahead. No, you're up first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we know Brandon's the youngest here, yes. Uh, Caleb, go ahead. Jump in. In another round of Hollywood censorship, six people who were arrested Monday 
After scaling steep terrain around the iconic Hollywood sign and strategically changing it to convey what they said was a breast cancer awareness message. Did you guys see any of that? <laughs> yes. Um, according to the police, Holly Boob, the sign briefly read with the big tarp on the letter B. They threw a big tarp over the over the W and then they kind of did a little a little like white line to make the, the D a B. So it was Holly Boob. Um, all six were cited with misdemeanor trespassing and released. There's no vandalism because the sign wasn't released or the sign wasn't damaged. I think someone really missed a big opportunity to just take the D and, you know, just give your wife a big D <laughs> on birthday. So, somebody somebody yeah. missed the opportunity to take the D, did they? Yeah. Had they gone to prison, that opportunity would have presented itself <laughs> again. How <I think. laughs> many chances? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good thing I've they were just movie. giving a ticket. I've seen that movie, Holly Boob. Holly Boob and saying. the Big D? Bunch of yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what what well, else? Who else? I know Brandon had his hand raised. Brandon, what do you got this week? Okay, let me pull it up really quick. Okay. Uh, Mattel is creating a game show. Imagine that. Uh, based on the arcade staple Whack-A-Mole. The Whack-A-Mole game show will turn the game into an elimination competition during which opposing teams will use their skill, strength, and endurance to face off to become the ultimate whack-a-mole champion. The unscripted series will incorporate incorporate a life-size whack-a-mole, races, an obstacle course, along with a twist. Uh, This comes on the heels of Mattel uh, uh, starting to create a Uno game show, uh, (laughs) I believe, with Fremantle. And who does The Price is Right, uh, Family Feud, America's Got Talent, among others. And also, just announced today, uh, on the heels of the Uno game show, Mattel is also teaming up with rapper Lil Yachty to create a scripted hip-hop action comedy based on the card game Uno. I'm officially bored. <laughs> Everybody, yeah, everybody's like, huh? You, you, how's you're, that going to work? Words, and I do not know what they mean. <laughs> how's that going to work? <laughs> Unfortunately, we all know what they mean. I I think the only was, way this, the only way whack-a-mole works is if you do a like holy moly twist on it. You know, it's got to be something that's just so fucking goofy that, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll watch it. You know, one of those types of things. I'll I'll watch it regardless. I'll give it well, a yeah, show, <laughs> I was gonna but, say they've got one viewer anyhow, um, but <laughs> but like the way to do it is you either do it outside like a wipeout or a holy moly type of thing, or you make it like a really off the beaten path studio show where it doesn't look like a game show studio. It looks like something more like the outside brought in or something. There's a way to do it. I don't know what that way is. <laughs> I don't know if they know what that way is. But there's, like, obviously there's something. The problem is, like, you had the Candy Crush game show a few years ago. And the problem with that was there was no playability at home. Literally, all it was was a bunch of people on just playing Candy Crush in different ways on a giant screen. Right. There was, there felt like there was no stakes. What you want, and it's very hard in the playability with that game show, because what are you going to say? The cherry, the cherry, swipe the cherry. Like, it just, it doesn't work. But with Whack-A-Mole, like, 
you if you're not going to do it like that, you got to create suspense in one way. So there's 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 got to be a way to figure it out. Again, let's see if they choose the right one. They yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting a movie paid. of this. <laughs> they already made a movie of this. It was called The Running Man. It starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right. <laughs> do a sequel to that. Save yourself some go. trouble. That'd be all right. I'd watch that. I'd much rather see an adaptation of that book that actually follows the book. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I watched that movie after reading the book. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Somebody rented the wrong movie. (laughs) Awesome. Very good. I'm I'm sure you Uh, do. I'm sure you do. It's audience interacted, too. It's like the game. <laughs> you, it's like the most dangerous game. You hunt people, but you, as an audience member, you can send in certain amounts of money, like you do with like you know Candy Crush or whatever. Ooh, I saw the, I saw this movie. It was called The Hunker Games. Right. I saw this. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but no, like this is real life. No, there <laughs> so, like, was a there was a reality competition <laughs> show called uh, Capture, also on the CW, also lasted one season. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So like you, you send in money. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> this is different. Gets, like, the, there's all these different hunters looking for these people. Whoever gets the most amount of money sent to them, they get the hint of where they are because the audience knows where everybody is. The hunters don't. So there you go. That movie nerve. <laughs> What's this mute button do? Hold on. Let's see what this so, does. So they send What'd enough that do? money and they, and they <laughs> What's that do? So they send in enough money and then they win a Golden Globe award, right? Is exactly. Yeah. yeah. Send it to the Hollywood Forum Press. Exactly. What other stories have you guys been watching this week? Who else has got one? So Curtis, Curtis has um, got his hand raised. Hold on, Curtis had his hand raised. I know you couldn't see it because it's a fucking podcast, but <laughs> Curtis, go ahead. At, at the audio, Hawk can go first. Hawk can go first. No, because if so Hawk, because no, hold on, I, Curtis needs to get his done because I don't want to come back to him. <laughs> so Curtis, go ahead and do yours. <laughs> I will defer to Curtis. Just for that reason Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, Viggo Mortensen is going to team up with uh, director David Cronenberg again on a project. He's already worked with him at least three different times. Um, Eastern Promises and A History of Violence are the only two that I've seen. They're pretty good movies. But um, this one apparently is going to harken back to Cronenberg's roots, which if you've ever seen any of his older movies, includes a lot of body horror. So I'm kind of interested in, in that aspect i don't know about you guys but yeah you know. I, I like some of the, uh, the fly a lot of the old cronenberg body horror stuff fly, so it'll, video it'll be, drone. yeah it, it'll be interesting to see uh yeah what what they do here if he still has those chops i guess we'll find out all right i'm muting right. curtis now Ch- chops that's funny chops. <laughs> all right i got curtis muted again all right hawk you're up <laughs> so um <laughs> I, I know you guys don't think this is weird. I still think this this reality that we live in is weird a little bit. Everything being more online, but Kingdoms of Wakanda is coming out. Uh, has been purchased. They've already picked up. I was thinking five seasons with the actual Black Panther director being involved with the project. Both of those are huge. First of all, who buys five seasons outright? You don't just buy a. I'm not mistaken, Joey. The rule is you buy two seasons, or is it one season? Well, here's the deal. It's going to sound like five seasons, but what they're going to do is they're going to end up with an episode count. And so five seasons might be five, three episode seasons, or it might be right. five, eight episode seasons, or it might be five, right. six episode seasons. Yeah. They'll, they'll massage that number, whatever it turns out to be. It's still, 
it's, I mean, even even Mandalorian wasn't picked up for five seasons right, right at the back. It was no. uh, it was a season. Yeah, it was a single season with single uh, season with an option for two more. I think when they yeah yeah. And that's so so the come right out the back with now mind you getting a director directly from the movie who's he's directed uh, one and two which they still haven't actually named right. Uh, it's, it's 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 huge, and there from what I'm there, there will be a, a paying homage to Chadwick Chadwick as Black Panther, right? Um, and we will get to see a lot more. So Wakanda and Wakanda's characters have always been interesting. If you've ever read the comic books, even the Agents of Wakanda, which was an absolute failure, was had very interesting characters in it, and, and we're going to see some of that. We're going to see because if you notice, Wakanda wasn't really. Um, it was just humans, basically. Right. You know, they weren't Avengers, but we're going to see the expansion of that part of the MCU or the, or the Marvel universe, not the MCU, the Marvel universe. Right. And that I find to be very interesting because they can do a lot, even though they, they underused the Claw character, which was hilariously stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> they have, if you if you imagine understanding that character, is they have a lot of other characters that's just as interesting. Right. And I'll be willing to bet. What was the agent's name? I can't remember his name. Which one? It was Agent Ross? Oh, uh, the one right. that Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman put me afraid. Yeah, yeah. Martin yes. Freeman. Yeah. I, that, I think that's what we're going to see Martin next after after the movie. Martin's going to go to a, a Kingdom of Wakanda, which would make sense because that agent at one point was the king of Wakanda. If you read the comics, which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Kingdom know. of Wakanda. Opens no, you no. up. They're, they're, <laughs> Don't do that. They're, they're, it opens you up to to introduce so many more elements of oh the Marvel God. universe. You can you can you can bring Namor in. You can bring Doctor Doom. In, you can, there's so many things you can play on that it can be Kingdom of Wakanda without having to be stuck in Wakanda. So yeah, there's there's a lot of elements. I would appreciate these people doing Doctor Doom. Yeah, not the people that did him before, but these people. Yeah, not we the Fox groups. Stuff, yeah, you know, right. I Neither of the Fox I, groups. <laughs> I would appreciate them doing Namor, which is a character that I've always despised because yeah. that's what he was meant to be done. You know, right? I, yeah. Are we sure that it's a five-season pickup? I know. Positive. This is literally what that's literally what it was said. <laughs> well, I well what I understand is Ryan Coogler's. Uh, production company has a five-year deal with Disney, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the show they make gets five seasons off the bat. If they take five years to make one season, I I will drive to wherever their production starts slapping people. And I'll I'll (laughs) practice on Curtis before I leave. Thank you. I mean, that's, that's all I was wanting to hear. What else? What else we got going on? Uh, Kenny, what have you been taking at? What have you been watching? As far as the news headlines uh, goes. I've been going back and watching the Frasier again. Um, uh, Amazing show. Huh? Amazing show. What, what, I, what, I, to I, me, one of the most iconic sitcoms of all time. They, they, they did things that no one else had to get to do. It was a brilliant idea. I've, I've been pretty impressed with it because, of course, you know, it, it ran from 93 to 2004. So it's been long enough that I didn't remember a lot of it. And uh, I thought that Niles and Daphne had gotten together sooner. But 
I'm into, I think I'm either into the last of season three or the start of season four, somewhere and they're still not together. So I was like, oh, okay. So they drug it out longer than I remember it being. So it's, it's fun to go back, but I love the way they've been, they introduced the characters. And all that. But anyways, going to this, they're doing a Frasier reboot. They've been talking about it since about 2018. And, what is he, 60-70-something um, now? Who, Kelsey Grammer? His father is dead. Yeah, yeah. They, well, he's going to be in that role. What's that? He would have to, he's uh-huh. actually a, he would have to be a grandfather now. Yeah, he's going to probably put him in the John Mahoney role and then have like whatever offspring constantly getting on his nerves. Well, you know, his son, the guy that played uh, Frederick, is incredibly talented. Um, and I'll buy a drink to the person that can name the last show that he, the last great show that he was on without Googling it. <laughs> Frazier. <laughs> Frazier. <laughs> he played Josh on Magicians. That's what I said, Frazier. <laughs> and, well, and, and it was a great <laughs> role. You said great show up on there. Great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he go ahead. One of the best roles on the show. It was amazing. Where'd that Where'd that button go? <laughs> go ahead. Basically, you know, of course, with the guy who played the father passing away, so um, they they said instead of doing it kind of like how Willie Grace picked up exactly where it left off, they're gonna do it like okay these years have passed this is what we've done blah blah so um they're looking at still kind of maybe keeping with the story where at the end of fraser he actually got married and went to chicago and that's where he started doing uh-huh. whatever they don't he know get married he went to go tell a girl that he loved her he well, didn't get they, married <laughs> but they the, the way they kind of wrapped it up and everything, they implied that that was going to be, and that's kind of the story they went with as were Frazier, he went to get married. That's kind of what I, I should have said that. But um, they confirmed that they had some holdouts like uh, uh, David Hyde Pierce. He wasn't for sure on board but he got on board and then you know everybody else kind of started coming you know they got uh jane levy's played daphne and um uh, perry gilpin she played Roz, and uh so they they're not sure they're, they don't they can't decide they kind of want to make him something like maybe he went on to teach or maybe he like a professor type thing or maybe he's like an art dealer you know maybe come whatever so there's no story for sure on that but i did find it while i was looking up stuff i did find an interesting thing that i didn't know about and maybe some of you guys already do but um lisa kudrow actually got the part of Roz, and um it was down to her and uh, perry gilpin and they liked both but they were like well sorry you know lisa you know, we like her. She got in there, started doing some scenes with Kelsey Grammer, and it, they decided that she wasn't a strong enough presence. Like, they felt like <laughs> Frazier would walk all over her. She's right. not, she can't hold up for herself. Where Perry came off as, I don't take no shit. This is who I am, you know, blah, blah. So they ended up firing Lisa Kudrow. And then later that year, she got her part on Friends. So I thought that was a neat little thing. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think if wow. if we're gonna do a Frasier reboot, I think that you have to do what worked well for Frasier the first time, and completely take him out of where we know him from because they didn't bring anybody else over from Cheers. It was Frasier and a whole new cast. Yeah, they need to take. Fra- I I would feel better about a Frasier reboot if it was just Frasier and then a whole new cast of characters in a whole new setting, a whole new dynamic where he can kind of reinvent the character a little bit, like they did. Um, so I don't know. That's just my take on it. I I think well, if you're going to do I it, I will say this: I thought David Hyde Pierce was probably the best part of Frasier. His comedic timing was unparalleled, in my opinion. For that show, for the type of character they created. And there were some things like going back and watching it, like there was a part where um, they had a sword fight. It was uh, him and who someone that he thought was uh, going to be Maris's lover or whatever. But they, they had this Shooter. whole... Yeah. And they had this whole sword fight scene that was like your classic going up the stairs, down the stairs, swinging from stuff, all that. And I was like... Wow, that's not something you just practice for a few days so you can shoot. It's like, he knows be, how to do that. Yeah. To be clear, it was a trilingual sword fight. <laughs> speaking in three different languages. <laughs> yeah, that takes some talent. Every bit of that takes talent to pull off. But just, anything, just little things like that, you know, you, I'm like, huh. That's an interesting thing that you just can't pick up. You've had to have done that for a long time. So, do you remember a, a part, a scene that was an episode that they gave David a chance to do whatever he wanted? He didn't have to talk, but he was doing an homage to uh, John Ritter, and it, his whole thing was all about a scene of physical comedy. But it was Niles doing it, so it was Niles doing physical comedy, and it was uh-huh. absolutely hilarious. And it all started with him trying to iron his pants. And yeah. before it was done, he damn near burned down the entire apartment. Yeah. <laughs> and he passed out. <laughs> awesome. Uh, let's see what else. Mikey, what do you got for us? What have you been taking a look at this week? All right. Um, so I did. I honestly didn't even realize we had a title, but Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League as far as I can tell, the official title. That is the official, yeah. Will be arriving on HBO Max on March 18th of this year. We have we have a date, finally. We have a date, and we have a rating. Yes, we rated do. R. We also have an estimated runtime of four freaking hours. Yes, we do. <laughs> this is not a TV series. This is no, not no. like a streaming show or anything. This is a flipping movie. Four hours long that no kidding was released three years ago. Um, yeah. And we've given this, this guy on a $300 million film. We have now handed the director for some unknown reason, 70 million more dollars. I might have an opinion or two about this. Film, <laughs> no, 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 really <laughs> <laughs> to bring back all of these people to do however many reshoots he can get away with with 70 mil and redo probably half of the special effects at this point because he hated that apparently and i don't even know what started all of this mess i am still in shock that it is even happening yeah and there's no ego involved at all when he when he throws his name Zack snyder's justice league on it you know it's not it's not an ego stroke at all it's not in the least and i mean honestly i cared when it happened 
Then I haven't cared since. Right. I don't care <laughs> Nobody has cared except for like seven people on the internet and Zack Snyder himself. Yeah. And he was sure. under some serious emotional <laughs> distress at the time it happened. So he kind of needs to be, somebody needs to take the boy's hand and, and walk him away from the damn camera or something because <laughs> come on. Oh, it's probably good. Don't get me wrong. I believe that it's probably good, but I don't care anymore. Right. Oh, Somebody I don't think it's cares. good. It's been yeah, three, I don't it's think it's good. Four years. <laughs> it's like a four seventy years. million dollars therapy session for him. Right. <laughs> it kind of was, yeah. It's seventy seventy million dollars, and then we to all be, get to watch four hours of therapy. Yes, to be released on streaming. <laughs> yes, I mean, on HBO. They're Max. apparently hoping they're going to make some more than seventy million dollars. Obviously, <laughs> on Blu-ray sales. I guess I don't know. Yeah, they're going to make some money on it because just because there are a lot of fanboys that think that this is this is going to change the world. I, I would. I don't think a lot is the right word. Yeah. Them, I think there's just I a vocal. There are some really damn loud ones, but yes. I don't know how many there really are. I agree. But anyway, wholeheartedly yeah. with so every bit of that. So that's a thing. So do you think they're? I mean, actually, banking on people signing up for the service just to see this and that's yes. what they'll make it funny they, they probably are they, they did apparently with Wonder Woman they apparently Wonder yeah. Woman increased their numbers for the month of December uh, beyond whatever the projection was and we I mean I didn't get through that so <laughs> I won't get through and this either I'll probably was start it than Wonder Woman was yeah then I had problems with Soul but it was a much better movie yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Zack Snyder's Justice League. Is anybody looking forward to it? Just I know it's a podcast. Show of hands, because some of y'all like to raise your fucking hands, apparently, on a podcast. Show of hands. Is anybody looking forward to this? Anybody looking forward to it? Like, oh, my God, I can't wait. We got one one person. That's just, okay, how many How many are going to watch it? I'm going to watch it. Like, I'm looking forward to it. Like, okay. I'm not like, oh, my God, this is what I've been waiting for since. Right. He got announced to make the movie like originally, but like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. It's content. Well, see, that's it's that's a, that's well, that's difference. I was going to ask that question next. So, how many people will wa- at least start it? Right, like maybe maybe you get through the four hours if it's worth it. But mo- okay, so probably half half the people will. Some, 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 yeah. some, something to keep in mind. Um, as of this afternoon, um, the 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 Rotten Tomatoes score for. The 2017 Justice League movie was 35. Yeah. Just saying. Let's throw 70 million more dollars at this. I have I have my That'd own I have my take on it, and you all have heard it. If you've listened to the podcast and the people on the podcast have heard it, you can go to the deli counter where you bought that rotten ass bologna and ask for them to give you that rotten ass bologna. But do the Snyder cut, where that rotten ass, where that rotten ass baloney is just a little bit thicker, but it's still rotten ass baloney. That's all this is. It's a little bit thicker. It's four hours instead of two, but it's still that same rotten ass baloney you didn't like the first time here's, you got it. Here's a question, and, I, and I'm directing this for Curtis, and I'm actually asking this very serious because him and I both have done film. Me, me, Curtis, and Brett have all done film. We've all worked on film. We know about editing and, and, and cuts. Do you believe? that that much was cut is going to turn this shit show into a functional movie. Either no. one of them. No. <laughs> it would Not have to be like extra six months of filming <laughs> of scenes that they had never had any intention on using. I saw, <laughs> they're I, adding, saw they're, I saw Batman v Superman. They're adding actors to this. They're adding characters. Unless it's... Unless it's Chadwick Boseman, Denzel Washington, and Spike Lee, I don't care. 
No. <laughs> we're get, what, we're, what we're adding to this is Jared Leto's Joker, which, well, kind of went over like a lead balloon to begin with. So, in you know, Suicide Squad, yeah. Leto's yeah. Joker sucked! Yeah. Was it was that even in the original Zack Snyder version or are they just adding shit now? They're just adding shit now. If they had taken the Joker from any one of of, of Arkham Knights it would have been a much better Joker than what Jared Leto gave us. If they put a box a coffin on the set <laughs> And say that Heath Ledger is in it, it would be a better damn Joker. Come on. Now, as wrong as it was. (laughs) Yeah, but from what I understand, though, we got like a couple minutes of the Joker where a lot of his stuff that was like pretty supposed to be pretty decent we never got to see it was never i was gonna say though if it was any good they wouldn't have cut it i don't think i have a hard because i've heard i've heard the exact same thing you're saying they picked the worst of his (laughs) yeah i've I've heard exactly what i've heard exactly what kenny is saying i've heard that same story too but just the 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 person in me that's just like you know if you've got a fucking oscar-winning performance and nobody's saying it's that don't get me wrong i'm just saying if you've got quality there that's not what you leave on the floor and then you just put in the whatever it was two minutes we got of him in the club with harley i I don't know i have a hard time buying that as weird as it sounds i also don't believe my problem was margo's harley was supposed to be in love with jared's joker and i never saw that chemistry Everything it just seemed in the three minutes. <laughs> the three minutes he was in the club with her, you didn't see that? Yeah. That spark flying? I mean, it, well, no, even when they were on screen together, when he was trying to find her, none of that worked for me. It just wasn't, I don't know. There's there's a, there's a thing where a chemical, like where chemistry just works, even if you're not on the screen each other. It's just something that's believable. And it just was never there for me. Well, and you add to that all the reports of him just literally creeping everybody out on set. And it, <laughs> yeah. you kind of, I mean, it's, it would be difficult to build any chemistry with that behavior anyway. Even that, like, with the Joker. Used condoms, or was that exaggeration that I heard? That, there was, there was that. There were dead rodents, that, I think, that he like placed uh, on people's trailers. Were, and, yeah. A lot of weird stories. That came he was going method. He was just like... Well, hold on, we're moving on from this because for something we all said we don't care about, we've been talking about this for a long fucking time, and that is how Zack Snyder got seventy million dollars. Right. <laughs> that and hating on his own fans. But yeah. Exactly. Brad, I'm gonna let you wrap us up. I think you've got the last story that uh or the last oh. opportunity to share a story. Yeah. Um I guess don't things are announced. Hold on. Hold on a second, Brad. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute Hawk real quick just because I got to get through this tonight. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was announced earlier this week that uh, screen legend Hal Holbrook uh, passed away uh, at the age of 95. I guess he passed away back in January, but it was just announced this week. Um, done a lot in his career. One of the things I knew him most as was uh, his bit part, but very pivotal role in All the President's Men playing Deep Throat. Um, I've seen that movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one. Hollywood, Big Both D in the deep throat. Show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was also an Oscar-nominated actor. He was nominated back in like 2008 for his uh, role in um, Into the Wild, I believe. Um, I've seen it. I've only seen it the once. I didn't realize he was nominated for an Oscar for it, but 
my memory of that was uh, it was a good performance from him. But uh, very long career started back uh, 1955 on television. Um, a lot of shows that. Um, Goodness gracious! I'm looking at like a list here, and I I almost don't want to get into it because we've been running long already. Did a lot of stuff. Yeah, he did. Um, more recent years. Say again, Kenny. People can Google who he is. <laughs> no shit. Go to the same article we're looking at. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I know. In more recent years, he was on stuff like uh, ER and NCIS and Sopranos, Becker stuff like that, The West Wing. Um, you're probably if if you're not overly familiar with him, you might recognize him from one of his roles on any of those shows. Um, I guess he was also on Sons of Anarchy, which I'm seeing in this article, which I haven't seen that. Um, he was also well known for a one man show he did playing Mark Twain for several decades that uh, I guess was very well received. Unlike uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah, much unlike Val Kilmer's <laughs> one man yeah, Mark Twain Val show. Kilmer did a one man show. <laughs> yes. Mark uh, Twain. He, he did it here at Springfield. Yeah. Uh, don't you guys mean Kurt Russell? <laughs> no, we oh, mean yeah. Val Kilmer. <laughs> 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 It'd be amazing, though. Mark Twain's anyway, like this he, action hero. He passed away, and I thought, um, you know, as, as someone whose career was like as long as and pro, uh, prolific as his was, it needed to be mentioned. Absolutely. I think so. Totally. All right. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Links to all that and a whole lot more over at popgoestheculture.com. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about what we are most looking forward to this month, the month of February, in entertainment and pop culture, and taking a look at specifically at what's coming up in the next week. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back right after this. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right. <laughs> it's uh, the show that goes on during the break is uh, is half of the show here. All right. Well, let's take a look at the results from this week's pop quiz. Uh, the pop quiz question was pretty uninspired. Uh, we asked <laughs> after the after the tra- it was after the trailer dropped. We asked uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Who you got? We laid out our cases last week overwhelmingly. Uh, we are a Kong camp, uh, but we took it online, and uh, not a lot of people voted and the vote was split 50 50 so we didn't learn shit we don't know what anybody was i think we're all godzilla versus konged out by the time the pop quiz came out everybody had been talking about it for practically a week so uh if we do you would th- put 
if you put the suggestion that Curtis threw out there about the no. tag teaming, no, 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 you no, might have not... gotten some more votes to that option. It wasn't tag teaming. It was. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, we'll just go with that. Well, we, we we do thank everybody who took the time to vote. I know it wasn't a fantastic poll but uh we appreciate all of you that still chimed in anyhow thank you very much so let's take a look at this uh this month in entertainment and pop culture a lot going on a lot coming up uh what are some of the things that you are most looking forward to this week or excuse me this month in entertainment and pop culture uh, and we'll just go around the room anybody just as you see something uh, or have something in mind uh just throw it out there and we'll talk about it is there anything Super anybody's Bowl. looking forward to? Super Bowl. All right. Well, something. yeah, that'll. If if that was a poll question, it would win because it did last year, and uh, the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again. So we won't right. we won't ask that again because we know locally that that's going to be the the carrying one. Uh, what yeah, else? Don't, don't make any plans to go to hell because it is clearly frozen over. <laughs> Apparently, it froze over last February and is yet to thaw. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited so, for. Go ahead, Brandon. Go ahead, Hawk. Good night. Go ahead, Brandon. If you I'm give Hawk a chance, you won't get another chance. So just go ahead and take okay. it. <laughs> um, I'm excited hey, for all stuff that's specifically coming to Disney Plus. Uh, I think Disney Plus hat is probably my favorite of the new streaming service that came out the past in the past year and a half or so. Um, their originals and when they're now they're digging more into their content library which is good um i'm excited for the muppets show finally i've never seen the whole thing i've seen episodes here and there but i'm really excited to watch it start to finish um the muppet show comes out february 19th all five seasons um some odd stuff is coming something i actually already watched on youtube a few a few months ago is coming uh the Disney Channel games from 2008, the 2008 edition of the Disney Channel games, that will be coming to Disney Plus, which is weird because they have 40 episodes that Disney Channel did of uh, Win, Lose, or Draw, a uh, revival of that with my friend Justin Woman, who's on Magic for Humans on Netflix, and he hosted it before he did the Netflix thing. And there's 40 episodes that Disney Plus could just plop on there, blend in, and no one would be none the wiser except for me because I because <laughs> you're, you're the but one sitting like, out waiting would on blend it. Blend in with everything else, um, but and it would just be a perfect little content drop. But they'll put up the Disney Channel games. Yeah, eh, give them time. They can't. They can't put it all up at once. And what, I, what else? Oh, also inside Pixar, the second batch of the short documentaries are coming out and a full length documentary uh, feature called the Marvel's behind the mask, which should be fun interviews with Joe Casada and a lot of other people and Marvel battle worlds, mystery of the Thanosone short mini series animated that will be coming as well. So I'm looking forward to that stuff. And also, uh, the Snoopy shows coming to, uh, Apple plus, uh, yeah, Apple Plus on the 14th, I believe. And and also on the 14th, I'm really excited for Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. I'm a huge fan of that show. And uh, so that's all the stuff I'm looking forward to this this month that I can remember. Right on. Very good. What else? What else? Hockey oh, has something and, you want to uh, jump in. 
No, you're done now. Now we're going to Hawk. You'll never get a chance to speak again. <laughs> so February, of course, is Black History Month. Over at Fanatics and the Fan, we do a thing we call Dinner in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, it's Black History Month across the whole country. It's like a nationwide thing. It's not, it's not just, a, it's not just on Fanatics. It's just here, right? In 2021, it's just here, damn it. <laughs> the way 2021 started, it might just be on Fanatics and the Fan now. <laughs> so we do a thing called uh, Dinner and a Movie uh, every other Sunday because we like to get together. And I mean, that's nothing better than just getting together with family and watching a movie and having dinner. Um, and and because of February, I decided to do some iconic movies uh, from in what I call uh, Black History. Um, one of them, no one will know because it's from 1984. And one of them, of course, everybody will know, which is Blade. So that's one of the movies we're going to be doing. And the other one is called Brother from Another Planet, which I'm sure no one has ever heard of. It is deeply... Uh, yeah, I have, actually. Joe Morton. Yeah. Um, I'm, trying to think. I'm trying to find the right word without saying it's a bad movie, because it was great for me to watch when I was a kid. Right. But it's different. It doesn't hold up. Yeah. What about Meteor I'll Man? To be honest, I only know about it because I listen to Fake Doctor's Real Friends, and Donald Faison <laughs> talks about that movie from time to time, so... I had to look it up to see what it was, and so that's how I know about it. <laughs> when I was a kid, I made a statement to my father about, I think I asked him, are there any black filmmakers in the world, or something, or black directors, or something like that. And and he went on his terror <laughs> to find a movie that would show me that that's possible. You know, somebody other than Robert Townsend at the time, because, you know, it was Robert Townsend and Spike Lee. And, you know, I think that was a part of the argument, really. They can't be the only black men in Hollywood. <laughs> no. Are you going to show New York Again, that's quite clear. No, no Mario that's Mario Peebles. Uh, Mario yeah. Peebles. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't count Mario because he's actually half Puerto Rican. Anyway. How was that racist? He's actually half Puerto Rican. <laughs> We're not going to show his movies in Black History Month. He's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> I get two movies this month. Shut up. Uh, also, I'm also looking forward to Queen Latifah. I think Queen Latifah as Equalizer is going to is a great. She, I mean, it could flop, but Denzel as Equalizer could have flopped. So, I will say that is an, a very odd direction to go with casting. I am mildly curious because of how strange that casting is to me. I think for the first time we're going to go with it. We're going to see a team as the equalizer, and that's okay. you know I love ensembles. I think ensembles. Okay, are yeah. Awesome. So so then it's like every other hour long team is going to be like well, leverage gonna, and <laughs> well, it's going to be like leverage or burn notice. But Queen Latifah, of course, is obviously the equalizer. So we'll see a lot more of her. Right. I'm just interested to see if she actually got in shape. Like she, I mean, come on, you got to get you know. DDP yoga is not going to be enough. <laughs> I don't know. If you, if you talk know, to Joey, Dallas, it is. <laughs> not going to lie, Joey. I just, you know, I'm supposed to be back in the ring by the end of this year. So I just ordered my DDP yoga. Not going to lie. There you go. Get after it. I put down at 70 bucks to try it. You make it your own. That's right. What else? What else we got going on? Exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mikey, what about you? What are you looking forward to this month? Well, um, <laughs> I, I kind of felt that way putting the list together. <laughs> well, um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm 
I'm, I'm interested in watching the Super Bowl, but um, mm-hmm. the, the one that interests me is actually something I wouldn't normally go for, which is a biopic. Um, I am really curious to see the United States versus Billie Holiday. Um, okay. Not the least of which, because I'm curious to see what they do with the music and how they represent her in that way, because I've kind of always been a fan. So um, I am, I am interested in seeing where they take this thing. Very good. And that is Hulu later this month. That is Hulu. Right. I actually right. hadn't heard about that one until like a day or two ago. And I haven't seen the trailers yet, but I'm kind of curious too. Yeah. My grandmother's favorite person in the world was Billie Holiday. So I'll have to watch it just for her. There you go. That's right. Uh, let's see, uh, Brad, Curtis, Kenny, what about you guys? Uh, my petition to KRBK to bring back movies. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> You're looking forward to the, a successful campaign to bring back movies. <laughs> uh, like I said, the Super Bowl, that's pretty much the only thing that jumped out on the list. I can't really okay. think of anything else that's coming out. It's just, you know, with COVID, it's like, that's fair. I don't know what the hell's coming out anymore yeah. you know it's just there's nothing hardly yeah, the, internet, the internet still works without <laughs> you I'm could look at the nice. list i put together for you <laughs> i did yeah, like i said the super bowl <laughs> okay that's hey that's fair that's all right uh kenny brad how about you guys nothing brad Damn you. you can go, Kenny. Uh, <laughs> can I? Son of a bitch. Right. You, that means you've got to find I mean, something the on this. Works, the internet works, Kenny. Uh, honestly, I didn't look at the list. I just, it's been a little crazy, but I know, like, I, I legit want to see where WandaVision's going. I'm very excited to see where the next, you know, episode's leading up to the, you know, end there. And uh, every episode has hooked me a little harder, so it definitely makes me want to see that next so i'm really looking forward to what they pull out from going from episode four on and um probably i'm wrong about this but the uh batman metal the new comic books that are coming out Mm. this the covers of the different bands like there's an aussie cover and like a sepultura cover does that not start this month or is it next month Mikey might know. I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not sure, honestly. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. They've released the images for the Sepultura one and the Ozzy, and the cover for the Ozzy is, oh, it is fucking badass with him and the uh, Batman who laughs. So I'm actually probably because there's only a seven or eight comic run for this, and I didn't get in on collecting the others, but I think with this one, I think I'm gonna collect all of them. So I've been pretty excited to see what the new uh, covers. If we're gonna just get to see the, we've seen the first two. Are they gonna release them as they come out, or do we get sneak peeks? I'm I'm kind of excited to see if we get more over the month to see you know what they're going to look like right on uh I, i'm surprised you didn't mention walking dead walking dead comes back at the end of this month and- you know like i just got through i forgot to that i didn't finish the uh world beyond right once i had, that I had three episodes left of that so it was only four episodes <laughs> no, <they're wild>, right? <laughs> yeah it was only like four episodes wasn't there the world beyond no they had a full season 
There no, was, I think there were only four. Yeah. There were only there might have been six at the high end, but there was only, I thought there was only no, four episodes of that. All right, goddamn it! I'm yeah. using that working internet right now to find out. Uh, you do that, but uh, <laughs> but I've uh, I've watched that, so it kind of got me interested, and I'm 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 not as excited as I have been because they did wrap up the whole story with the whispers and really didn't leave a lot going on. So now there's this new thing, and I don't know if it'll be as interesting as the whispers were. But I'll watch it, of course. Of course. <laughs> How about you, Brad? What are you What are you looking forward to this month? I hate to be this person every time you ask this question, but I'm not sure that I'm actually looking forward to anything. Yeah, there it's are things a, that I it's kind of a rough check month. Out, but I, I don't know that I'm looking forward to anything. Like, I might watch the first episode of Clarice. Even though I think it sounds ridiculous, but he's been I, bitching about it all month. I, <laughs> I had the exact same reaction when NBC was doing Hannibal, and I was like, "NBC doing a fucking Hannibal Lecter series is going to be awful." Then I and I watched was, the first episode, and now I own all three. Yeah, things. and it was really good. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way that went. Yeah, but the problem I'm, I'm having with Clarice is that like they don't even have rights to Hannibal Lecter, which that's fine. It takes place while he's out in the world doing whatever. But they don't have rights to the Jack Crawford character either, which was her, he's her mentor mm-hmm. in the Silence of the Land. So they're replacing him with what it looked like in the trailer with the Paul Krendler character, which, if I remember from the books, fucking hates her guts. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, and this I, is I, a. I, uh, I might the- give it a shot. But I'm not looking forward to it, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is a this this in the timeline comes after the Silence of the Lambs, like right after, apparently. So we'll see. You know, when you ask Brad this question, I I keep waiting each week for him <laughs> just to kind of lean back, and go. I'm barely even looking to wake up tomorrow. <laughs> then he takes a drink and just spins around in the chair and keeps his back to us the rest of the time. <laughs> One of the now, now know, you've already got now you've got the you got you got the you got the seed planted for next month. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so just I'll, I'll just kind of run through some of the other things that I haven't mentioned so far. Um, Malcolm and Marie hits Netflix today, Friday. If you're listening to the podcast on Friday, if you're watching this on the live stream, uh, give it a couple hours and then it's out. Uh, let's see what else. Black Lightning's final season kicks off this month uh, on the eighth. Oh. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah over on HBO Max on uh, the twelfth. Saint Maud finally gets a release on Epics for those three people that have Epics. That's on the twelfth as well. Um, let's see another season of American Idol. Uh, Young Rock and Keenan, the the new back to back comedy night, uh, kicking off on the sixteenth with uh, Keenan Thompson and uh, a kid who's Young not the Rock. Rock. Will be good. Keenan and Don Johnson will suck. <laughs> I, I worry about Young Rock as well. <laughs> uh, Is Keenan without Cal? Yeah, he's without Cal. As, as long as he has an actual comedy writing team and not trying to be funny himself, it'll be fine. Okay. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> Nomad Land, which we talked about getting some uh, Golden Globes love. That drops on Hulu later this month. Uh, Superman and Lois series premiere happening on the CW at the end of the month. They're giving him an hour and a half, I've heard now. So, yeah. Is anybody actually excited for that? 
Show of hands. I'm sure somebody <laughs> is, but there's nobody here. Yeah, we're all, we're all dead inside at this point. Because it can't be any worse than Legends of Tomorrow's. Fuck off. Oh, Legends of Tomorrow's the, Legends of Tomorrow's awesome. the best. Yeah, the best show they've got on the CW. <laughs> uh, we got the Punky Brewster. <laughs> we got the Punky Brewster reboot coming to Peacock. I know everybody's excited I about that. I well, that today. And <laughs> she looks terrible. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Last thing I'll mention. Tom and Jerry, the uh, theatrical film. That's I guess it'll be in theaters same day, but uh, that's on HBO Max at the end of the month as well. So that's what you got to look forward to throughout the month of February. Let's do a pop oh, quiz. Hey. Yeah, go ahead. Before that, yeah. I have been watching um, the uh, Call Me, I think it's called Call Me Cat. Oh, with uh, <laughs> Miami Bialik? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has watched that. It's actually pretty funny. Really? And the, the story behind it. And I, mean, I mean, it's not something everybody's going to be like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing ever, but it's I, I gave it a chance and it's not bad so it's been if anybody canceled out there, already huh? has it it's been canceled already <laughs> really has it? They, they, it, the, the pilot tanked as far as viewership and critics and everything and I'm pretty sure they're not picking it up again oh, I, didn't know they were gonna, I didn't even know they were going to finish it I'll be honest with you I didn't know broke Kenny's heart as of February 4th, which is today, as we're recording, Call Me Cat has not been canceled or renewed. So they are finishing out at least this season. So well, I know the episodes have been gaining, like they've been getting better. Well, and- I appreciate that. I hate, I hate when they cancel after the pilot. It's, it's, it's like a slap in the face that nobody deserves in life. I don't care how bad your pilot is. You deserve three three episodes. Yeah, most of Fox's multi-canvas sitcoms the past five, six years, most of them have gotten canceled after one season. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they're going to get the full season now. They've not canceled it yet, so that we, we, can, we can debunk that rumor that Hawk like started my, on this show. I did not start that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on to the heart, and that's that's the that's the game. So. After three episodes, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, this week's pop quiz. So I hinted that it's going to be an essay question. I, I guess that maybe that's the wrong way to put it. It can be a fill in the blank. I guess I don't fucking know. Anyway, here's the question. So we've got Valentine's Day coming up in uh, like a week and a half. Uh, wow, there's a <laughs> alert for those of you who had forgotten. Um, so we are going to next week. We're going to be talking about uh, on this show celebrity crushes. It can be your first celebrity crush. It can be who you're currently crushing on. That's a celebrity by crush. We are not necessarily meaning romantic or sexual. It can be just somebody who's got a ton of energy and charisma that you're just naturally drawn towards. It could be sexual or who you've got feelings for, but it doesn't have to be. So it's open. It's wide open. It's any gender. It's whatever you want to do. It's the question this week that we're going to ask. This week's pop quiz is who is your ultimate celebrity crush? So, again, it can be your first crush. It can be your current, whatever you want it to be. 
We're going to get your comments. We're going to read those next week on the episode, those of you who comment. And then that's going to be our discussion topic for next week. So uh, maybe some of your comments will uh, will drive the discussion a little bit. But that's this week's pop quiz. Who's your ultimate celebrity crush? You can vote right now on Facebook and Twitter, again, by searching for and following at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages, so you cannot miss them. We will talk about the results of our pop quiz, and we will be revealing our celebrity crushes on next week's brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, Malcolm and Marie again is Friday on Netflix. Check that out if you're interested. This is the film that uh, they just decided... We don't want to just sit through quarantine. Let's make a movie. So they bubbled uh, they, they bubbled John David Washington and Zendaya and the director, who I forget his name escapes me right now, um, and the crew. And they a very minimal crew. They got in a bubble for two weeks. They shot this film in like three weeks. And then the editing took place in a bubble like two weeks after. Um, and then Netflix bought it, picked it up. So that is uh, out today if you're listening to the podcast on Friday. The Super Bowl is on CBS this Sunday, again, followed by the series premiere of The Equalizer, also on CBS. Uh, We've got the Black Lightning fourth and final season premiere over on the CW on Monday. Freaky. Did anybody watch Freaky? I have heard that that's a movie that looks like it should not work. It looks like, oh, my God, this is going to be bad. Everybody who's seen it's been like, holy shit, that worked. Uh, This the movie with uh, Vince Vaughn as a serial killer who swaps bodies with like a teenage girl. Everybody who's seen it's been like, fuck, dude. (laughs) I did not expect that. That was actually good. Uh, But that hits Blu-ray and DVD on Tuesday, so check that out. I'm going to have to check that one out myself. Uh, And then, of course, new comics this week uh, from DC on Tuesday. Everybody else drops theirs on Wednesday like they should. Um, of course, Thursday, we'll be recording next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. You can join us live for that on our Facebook page, our Twitch channel, our YouTube channel. Links to all those again and more, a whole lot more, over at popgoestheculture.com. You can watch, you can listen, you can interact, uh, all of that live next Thursday. And then next Friday, of course, look for next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast in your podcast player of choice. What else? What, what do you guys got going on this week? Mike, you went on your uh, podcast episode. Oh, um, yeah, we will drop Sunday our discussion of the Flint movies, like I said, um, for the the spy parody stuff. Um, James Coburn, um, Lee Cobb, there, some, some very, we have, we, have, we have some interesting <laughs> discussion about that, so. Very good. So check It'll that out on, on Sunday. You can find a link to that at popgoestheculture.com as well. Hawk, what do you got going on? You got a game night coming up and what else? We've got a game night on uh, the new episode of Fanatics and Fan, as well as dinner and a movie the following Sunday with the Court Blade. Very good. So a lot going on. Maybe there's not something that you're real excited about that's like new big content, but there's a ton of content uh, from you know your small, local, independent creators. So check it out online, uh, whether it's podcasts, whether it's movies, whether it's live watch parties, games online, whatever the case might be. Find something to do. Find a way to connect because uh, we're going to be stuck connecting online for a while, it seems like. So find a way to uh, find your people, find your community and connect online with whatever and whoever that might be. If you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for the show. I think that's about all I've got. Has anybody got anything else before we get out of here tonight? Anything that jumps out? 
No. I'm going to take that silence as a no. All right. I think we did. <laughs> Uh, be sure to check out our online store over at popgoestheculture.com. Curtis is working diligently to, uh, I, th- I, I think I actually, I got your design, your final design. You sent it what, last week. So, uh, we're going to be uploading some new designs. Uh, of course you can get your pop goes the culture swag on the online store. Yeah. Link to that, of course, at popgoestheculture.com. Uh, I want to thank Caleb who had a jet. Thank Kenny, Brandon, Brad, Curtis, Mikey, and Hawk for joining us today. Um, and thanks everybody again who joined us on the live stream. Everybody who joined uh, or download, let us listen to us uh, in your podcast player. We appreciate you guys and your support. Uh, of course, I've been Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We will catch you back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Be safe, be healthy, be happy. We will see you next time. Later. See you guys. Later. Peace. Peace. See y'all. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.